Hey, Rye, why are you covering that miniature rocking chair with slime? I'm glad you asked, Pamela, because it's National Slime Day today, and I heard there's a tiny CEO stopping by. Also, I thought it'd be easier to cover her chair in slime rather than dropping it on her and possibly crushing her. You know she's not that tiny, right? That little chair is like three inches tall. So you're saying I can drop slime on her? Nope, no, wasn't saying that at all. Also, keep in mind, it's not just National Slime Day. Okay, I get it. We gotta go big. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. It's Thursday, December 7th. This is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, how do we go big for a tiny CEO? Should we build a zip line through the office? Hmm, sounds a little too big. I did bring some Oreos with me. Come on, Pam, how do we go big? Wait, what if we invent our own national day? Is that even possible? Hey, Kareen! Hey, Pam, what up, Rye? Happy National Slime Day. Thanks. December 7th is a big day all around. It's the start of Hanukkah and National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, and a bunch of other national days like National Illinois Day, International Civil Aviation Day, and National Cotton Candy Day. Oh, wow. That's so many national days. What if we wanted to invent our own? How does something become a national day? Creating your own national day is actually easier than you think, but not all of them actually become official holidays. To be a true national day, one of the following conditions must be met. Number one, the President of the United States issues a proclamation. Number two, a legislator like a congresswoman or a senator proposes the day and Congress votes for the approval. Number three, in other countries, the head of government or legislator declares a day to be a national day. Oh, that seems kind of tricky. I don't think we can get the president to make a tiny national day. Is there any other way we could do it? Actually, there is. There's a website called the National Day Calendar. It began in 2013 when founders Alice and Marlo Anderson started tracking national days, national weeks, national months, and international days. Because people were having so much fun sending entries, they turned it into a full-time job. Now, they receive thousands of entries every year. Wow. That's awesome. So that means I can make Tiny National Day. Uh, kind of? If you want to register your day, all you have to do is submit an application by filling out a form online. All applications should be submitted at least six weeks in advance to be included in the current calendar year. Some tips for submitting an entry is to provide as much detail as possible when registering a national day. This will help the approval committee verify, research, and discuss before making a decision. They also recommend keeping the title of the day as short as possible. One long example they gave was National Turn the Lights Off to Save Electricity Day, which became Earth Hour. Also, make sure to give the right number and correct email address too so they can contact you if your day is approved. That seems doable, but what are my chances of being approved? The board goes through each application, but because of the number of entries every year, they only choose 25 new submissions a year out of over 20,000 requests. There are all sorts of fun days every year. 
For example, did you know that February 5th is National Fart Day? Ew! And National Pajama Day is on April 6th. There can also be several national days on one day. Those are some really great ideas. Thanks, Kareen. Okay, so Kareen inspired me to look up some crazy upcoming national days. Here's some of my favorites. December 9th is Lost and Found Day, which is great because I've lost a lot of things and I hope to find them. December 16th is Stupid Toy Day, and I definitely have a lot of those. December 18th is Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day, which I've never done and I'm going to have to try. December 21st is Don't Make Your Bed Day, which is great because I'll probably feel lazy on December 21st anyway. And in a few months on April 23rd, it is International Nose Picking Day. I will certainly pick my nose before then, but on the 23rd, I will be doing it all day. Gross! Do you have a favorite upcoming national day? Look it up, then give us a call at 877-TEN-NEWS and leave us a message with which one it is, and we might just have you on the show. It's tiny CEO time, tiny CEO time! Hi, Ryan. Oh, my gobbledygook, you are huge. Thought you'd be the size of the wasp or Ant-Man. Not quite, I'm four foot three. Right, so you're the tiny CEO. Yes, I'm India Abrahams. I started a business called Beads for Good, which is a jewelry company that donates money to She's the First which supports women and girls all over the world. Okay, that is amazing. I'm just gonna run this back. You're in fifth grade, is that correct? Yes, yes. And you started a company? I did. I am not in fifth grade and I do not have a company. What kind of jewelry does Beads for Goods do? So we mainly do two types of beads and we do necklaces and bracelets. And so there are these special glass beads that we use for most of our products. And then we also have clay beads for another style of bracelets. Do they put words on the beads? Yes, most of my products are personalized, but there are also some that are just ready-made. So you take requests so I could throw in any words I want if I want to buy one of the bracelets? Yeah, and we also have many different colors of beads and colors of letters for your bracelets. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. Uh, now, do you have a blog too? So I do have a blog and it is the Tiny CEO. So the Tiny CEO is a series of interviews with other women entrepreneurs. Um, some of my other interviews were with Anne Choquette, the owner of The List, which is an organization of rock star pioneer women. And Another one was with Tammy Tibbetts, who is the CEO of She's the First, which I donate my money to. Who's who's like your dream interview? Who do you want to be on your blog more than anyone else? So I have this really good book called Girls Who Run the World, and it's about women entrepreneurs. So one of my favorite characters in that book is Natasha Case, who started Cool House, which is an ice cream business with exotic flavors. And I would love to meet her and talk about her business. What's your favorite ice cream? Um, my favorite ice cream is chocolate fudge brownie or peach ice cream. 
peach ice cream that exists? I've never had peach ice cream. It's really good. And if I ever find like a place to have Cool House, they have a, a chicken and waffles ice cream flavor that I would love to try. What? That, I know. Are you serious? There's a chicken yes. and waffles ice cream flavor? Mm-hmm. Does it have like syrup in it too, do you think? Um, I think it has caramel, but other than that, I don't really know. Okay. You are getting me way too hungry for ice cream right now. So I need to ask you different questions. Otherwise, I'm going to leave okay. this, this little conversation and go eat ice cream. Um, you've talked with a lot of cool people for your blog, obviously. But what's some of the best advice you've been given? So the best advice I've been given is from Anne Choquette, who actually got it from another woman who is friends with her. And that advice is be fearless, try everything, and don't plan too much. Ooh, can you say that one more time for me for the people in the back? Because I liked that. Be fearless, try everything, and don't plan too much. I'm curious, what advice would you give to other kids who want to build something as cool as Beads for Good? I would say is that go slowly and make sure everything is pretty well set and also try to ask for help from any adults around you. Try to get advice and always continue to try even if it fails because someday you will get it right. What have you have you failed yet when as a as a tiny CEO? Well, when I first started the company, it was hard to learn how to make the right bracelets that I wanted to make. But eventually, it became sort of easy for me, and I find it really fun now. Okay, very cool. Thanks, India, for being here today and sharing your big efforts. While India is not that tiny, I thought I would share five fascinating facts about the world's tiniest things. One. The tiniest male horse in the world is named Bubble and stands 25.86 inches tall. Bubble is a miniature Appaloosa born and raised in Poland. Two, the world's tiniest Bible fits 1.2 million words into a Bible with a 0.04 square millimeter surface area. Wow. The text would have to be enlarged 10,000 times to read it. Three, the tiniest primate in the world is only located in Madagascar. The tiny primate is called Berth's moose lemur and is an average of 3.7 inches in size. Four, the smallest, shortest bodybuilder in the world is Aditya Romeo Dev from Faguara, India and stands at two feet, nine inches tall and weighs 19.84 pounds. Romeo went through three months of rigorous training before lifting 3.3 pounds and making the Guinness Book of World Records in 2006. Five, and the tiniest car approved to drive on the street is called the Peel 50. It was built in the 1960s, cost $170,000, and weighed a mere 150 pounds. And those are five fascinating facts about some of the world's tiniest things. Welcome to the Trivia Room. Hi, Owen. Hey, India. So nice to see you. I just heard your interview. Great job. Thanks. This Trivia Room is awesome. Can I sit on the Trivia Throne? 
Absolutely. As long as you're ready to answer today's trivia question. What is going on here? Trivia on the 10. Since you are a tiny CEO who wants to do good in the world, today's trivia is about someone who also started doing good at a young age. Greta Thunberg is an environmental activist born in Stockholm, Sweden in 2003. When she was eight years old, she started learning about climate change and was confused about why so little was being done about it. But what year did Greta calmly take action and sit outside the Swedish parliament with a sign that said, School Strike for Climate? Is it A, 2014, B, 2016, or C, 2018? I'm gonna think about this one. I would say since in 2014, she would only be 11, and at 2016, 13, so even though I am doing Beats for Good, it probably is a lot bigger to sit outside the Swedish parliament at such a young age. So I'll go with 2018. The answer is C. In 2018, after Greta took action, her strike was picked up by the Swedish media and the word spread. Not long after, tens of thousands of students from around the world joined her hashtag Fridays for Future Strikes and skip school on Fridays to protest against climate change. I think that that was a great move of Greta and it was very brave of her to do something at a young age. And I thought that was a great trivia question. Thank you for dropping by India and for all the good you do. Thanks, Owen. Okay, Rye. Now that I know how to make a National Day, I think we should submit some. National Video Games Day, where parents aren't allowed to go to work, kids aren't allowed to go to school, and everyone has to play video games until their eyes hurt. There already is a National Video Game Day on September 12th, but I don't think it works like that. Here are the days I was thinking. One, National Kids News Day, where kids tell the news to their grown-ups. Or two, National Recess Day, where kids and grown-ups take three 20-minute recess breaks during the day. Okay, that would be three additional recesses on that day, right? Yep. Since we already do the news, I think we can all agree that we need National Recess Day. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you'd choose that. Oh, we gotta give 10 new snaps to one of our listeners. We have a special one today. Bet. But before that, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart topping family road trip trivia podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Time for 10 new snaps. A tenor named Crazy Fox 132.0 left us this review on Apple Podcasts. I love this podcast. I want to scare Ryan out of his wits, so here goes. Crazy Fox then left 28 butterfly emojis and said, We will get you, Ryan. Love the butterflies. Please put this on 10 new snaps. Crazy Fox. Why on earth would you even write the word You know they are my mortal enemies and- Why? Do you think Crazy Fox might bring some butterflies by the studio? No! I, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I gotta finish up and lock myself in my house. Thanks, but no thanks, Crazy Fox. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday and our in-depth reports drop every Thursday. And if you want some bonus content, you can join the Tenors Club on our website. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcast and part of the Airwave Podcast Network. The 10 News creative team is trying to figure out how to be as cool as the tiny CEO and includes Tracy Crooks, Logan DeYoung, Kareen Katabayan, Carson Potter, and Chad Chennai. Big thanks to India for stopping by and Owen for contributing to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. And watch out for those butterflies, Rye. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.